Hello and welcome. Uh, my name's Brian. This is my first podcast. I'm currently sitting in Conway Mill with the generous and illustrious photographer and cinematographer Carl Winery. Um, just using all of his equipment to do this. So thanks, Carl. Um, before I actually get into the the meat of the the podcast. I just want to point out that I'm just throwing out some thoughts. Um, hopefully they're useful. Hopefully they're helpful. Um, hopefully you can sort of take them away and, um, yeah, just use them to, to ponder on the, the subject that I'm going to be talking on. Um, feel free as well to give me some constructive criticism or even general criticism. Um, I'm quite open to hearing your thoughts. Um, about the technicality of the podcast or the um, more more interestingly the criticism on the or comments on the topic okay so I I want to talk about fear uh, just to brighten your day up I want to talk about love and hope and I want to put fear in perspective I think there can be a lot of fears that are hidden, a lot of fears that are um, skewed in a way, in the way we look at them. I want to separate natural, healthy, or at least understandable fears from the fears which limit and debilitate. Those fears which we hide from, but at the same time allow, usually in an indirect way, to dictate much of what we do, where we place our focus and efforts and even how much we are able to show and receive love. That, that's just huge. If a fear is there and stopping or limiting our ability to show and receive love, then surely that needs to be that needs to be dealt with. That's something worth considering. So in a space dominated by fear or fears there's usually not much room for hope. But I want to show that this domination is manufactured and reality is much more hopeful than it can seem. There's more to love in life than fear and there's more, much more to hope for than fear of. Paul tells us in the New Testament that perfect love drives out fear. That's a good thing to know and we, well, we should know it and we should focus on it. But we're also facing an overload of choices, events, schedules, birthdays, weddings, chores, hobbies, budgeting, planning, longing, hurting, hoping, striving. We can be overloaded with life. This can bring a sense of confusion. So what we need in the midst of this is some clarity. I think fear can be a huge factor in the development of this confusion. And therefore, fear blocks our clarity. So dealing with a fear or fears as a concept and also practically in life is of huge importance if we're to know and practice that perfect love that Paul speaks of. I hope to hope. That's a pretty strange thing to say. Or I don't even know if it's a paradox or not, but it just sounds weird. But I think sometimes we do this we hope to hope 
I think because there's a fear put in the way of hope that says, what if what I'm hoping in is a lie? There's also a fear which can lead us to a particular type of hope. We can hope solely because we fear. I emphasise solely here because, again, a natural type of fear will arise when we think on the eternal and the th- those lofty sort of things that um, just get us thinking where there's no observable, definite truth. But I think this is closer to awe than it is fear. Like when you're lying in darkness, staring up at a night sky, if that feeling could be exaggerated, you could call it fear. But it's really awe, realising beauty and vastness and in some ways realising the, the smallness of, of ourselves, of our person, helped us solidify our convictions. But if we're hoping solely as a reaction to fear, then that hope has no foundation and is, although not necessarily misplaced, certainly not a healthy way to approach hope. It doesn't disprove the object of that hope but it rather cuts away the foundation. If you ever read, if you've ever done politics, um, which I did, I, I did politics with archaeology, pretty random. Um, but if, you, if you've ever studied politics or if you're interested in politics, um, you'll be aware that there's different ideologies. Um, our papers that we read take on those different ideologies. So they could be telling us one story, the same story, in each paper. But we're, we could come away from reading each one differently. The source from which you receive information has a huge impact on how an event is perceived. So we must think of on the source of things such as hope and love. We must be at least aware of any bias we approach the subject with, whether that's in the positive or the negative. I, for instance, grew up Catholic, uh, grew up in a Christian family. From an early age, we discussed and learned about God. My parents wanted me to believe. This didn't force the case, but my foundational bias must be noted when I make it a decision on my belief. I have to wrestle with the fact that in one sense, it might be easier to just believe. Although I think there is one sense that that's true, I think in every other sense, it's harder um, but that that's another podcast. Um, but I have a choice. I get to decide which is which is freeing. I think not making a choice on the apparent abstract or lofty things may seem easier. Like just retreating to observable things or ideas which are culturally appropriate to argue for. Because it's hard dealing with something which is countercultural, which is unpopular. It's a decision which, especially if answered in the positive, will bring up many more questions and will inevitably mean a lifetime wrestling with concepts and ideas. Be a lifetime of applying that belief which came from that decision. The decision, therefore, is needed to be continually made in small and big ways if, again, answered in the positive. I emphasise here the importance of deciding intentionally because if you don't, then you fall into whichever position is easier and can switch depending on how you feel. And I think, as I said, that deciding is freeing. And because of that, 
your hope is stronger. Just to be clear, I, I don't think we decide truth. I believe there's ultimate truth, there's a source, regardless of what humanity decides or believes. But we have to decide whether to believe that truth or not. So there's a freedom in being decisive. There's a freedom in saying yes. And there's also, and this is hugely important, there's a freedom in saying no. Paul in the New Testament says that we now see in part, but we will later see fully. We can experience love and see and experience it driving out fear. But for now, fear will be, will be in some way or another present. Love states that fear, although present, does not have dominion. Love is strong. Love is hard. It's not easy to love someone who's wronged you. It's not easy to love a friend or a relative who continually disappoints. It's hard to love someone who doesn't love you. But love is central to God's kingdom. It's central because it restores. It restores relationships. It restores families. There's a perspective I think that we need to have. And that perspective is that we're able to love. Because we are loved. And we hope that we will see and experience this in full. Our foundation should be Jesus whose love we can see and experience just in part now. What we hope in is a love which is already present. So there's true strength in love and as a result there's true strength in our hope in it. We can have a confident hope, we can have a confident love. The love that casts out all fear because we can experience it now in part knowing we will later experience it fully. I want you to remember this. Fear has no hold on you. Lean into hope and lean into love. One of my favourite passages in the Bible, um, and for a number of reasons, has a, has a lot of meaning for me. But it says that sin is no longer your master, for you are not under law but under grace. Remember fear has no hold on you. Lean into hope and lean into love. Guys, thanks for listening. Next podcast will be in two weeks. Uh, keep an eye out on the the blog, the link for which is below um, on the description of the podcast. If you have any ideas or any um, suggestions, feedback, um, certainly send it through to me. If you want me to discuss anything in a future podcast, let me know. Um, happy to. Thanks for listening. Peace.